Hey there, this is Bo James, and on behalf of the Wix Church of the Nazarene, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I believe there is something for you in this message, and I pray that it will help you grow your faith. Enjoy. Turn with me this morning in the book of Matthew chapter 5. So, Maybe you've read this before, the Beatitudes. We're, we're going to go through a, a series as we walk through Lent over these next days. How is it going with Lent? Robin's not here. Does that mean she's killed Billy already after no caffeine? I checked on her the other day. She was doing well, okay? She was making it. Um, hopefully everybody else is doing well who had decided to give up something for Lent. Um, so we're going to walk through this series And we're going to start with the Beatitudes. And it got me to thinking, what would the Beatitudes sound like today if we made a list? You know, because as we go through this list, maybe we can, maybe we can feel like we understand it. But I think today's list, people in this culture would sound more like blessed are those who work hard so they can play later. Or blessed are those who prioritize themselves and their safety over their neighbors. Or blessed are the ones who pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, right? Our speaker yesterday, she talked a little bit about that, about this um, phrase that we have now, I am enough. And, and as women, a lot of times we, we cling to that, um, you know, female power of things. But honestly, it's not a biblical approach. Because I'm not enough. And you're not enough. That's why we needed a Savior, Jesus Christ. And we need to always remember that. And we need to remember that in Jesus' day, they struggled with a lot of the same things that we struggle with. With people who are greedy, who are striving for wealth, who are overpowered bullies in the world. But see, Jesus was turning the culture on its head, was he not? Everything that Jesus taught them, he was turning things upside down from the way that they were used to, the ways the world told them things happened. The reason I chose to sit in my chair today is because as we look at this, one of the first things it did, it says Jesus went up and sat down on the mountain, didn't he? Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. One day as he saw the crowds gathering, Jesus went up on the mountainside and sat down. And his disciples gathered around him and he began to teach them. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. 
Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So Jesus starts out taking a seat. And you have to understand that when the rabbi took a seat, that meant it was time for some serious teaching. Okay, so like he may have had moments where he stood before a crowd and he spoke, but when he sat down with his disciples, that was a moment for them to take notice and take notes. And when it says that he taught them, now I don't know about you, but I've always had this envisionment that the Sermon on the Mount was one solid long sermon. And last year, as we were reading through this together, as we read through the Bible, I remember reading through the Sermon of the Mount going, I don't know if I could have stayed awake three chapters in. Like, that's a pretty long sermon. And then we've been watching The Chosen. And if you've noticed, maybe I'm the only one that has noticed this, we'll, we'll hear sort of sometimes in the background where Jesus is teaching some of these things. Have y'all noticed that? Like when he's with the crowd and we'll hear these little pieces of the story. And I've honestly, as we were watching The Chosen, thought, is that accurate? Like, I thought that was at the Sermon on the Mount thing. I thought that was when everybody was up on the mountain. And then I began to study the scriptures, and guess what? This is probably not one long sermon. This is probably a lot of different teachings that Matthew gathered up and put together as the important things that Jesus taught over and over to them in that moment. And that clicked with me because I thought that's what we've been seeing in The Chosen. That Matthew was always taking notes about the things Jesus was teaching people. Mainly because they didn't make sense to him, right? Oh, if you missed... Tuesday night. That was like the best episode, I think, so far in this. And we're just in season one. Um, and, and it, it, it was such a great, great thing. So, so today I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna posture like Jesus. I'm gonna sit with you because I want us to sit for a moment and just learn together today. Is that okay with you guys? Can we do that? I mean, y'all get to sit every Sunday. Can I, can I sit this Sunday? So we're talking about blessed are. I should have had one of you pull up your Instagram and look up for me. Hashtag blessed. Right? What, what would come up on our phones if we, if we Googled up hashtag blessed? Probably a lot of pictures of happy vacations, right? Or, or maybe your family. It's family day. Today's Sunday. Hashtag blessed. All the good things, right? I, I got a new car. Hashtag blessed. Got a house. Hashtag blessed. Our, our DS's wife that we met yesterday, oh, she was, you, you couldn't even have a real conversation with her Thursday in, in our meeting I had to go to uh, at Little Rock because they had just, I mean, drove from the office to the meeting and had just signed papers on a new house that they finally bought. And she was so excited. Oh my goodness, she was just, could not wait. Um, because they've been living in Heber Springs, driving down to Little Rock for several months now because they couldn't find housing. They could not find anything in Little Rock because the housing market is so crazy right now. Those are the things we think of, that the prosperity, good health, hashtag blessed, right? Not that those are bad things, but you see, Jesus was interpreting it different for them. For Jesus, hashtag blessed, 
became something totally different than what the world was expecting. Because we see that as we read through this list. Did that sound like things that we see posted on Instagram and Facebook? In fact, I I, I was reading this morning as I was kind of refreshing through the sermon, and I thought, I think I could do a series either on TikTok or Instagram, and we could do some posts that would blow people's minds if you started posting pictures that go along this. The poor in spirit. What does that give me a mind of? That gives me a mind of someone who's broken sitting at the altar when they come to that understanding, I'm not enough. I can't carry this burden by myself anymore. But Jesus said, hashtag blessed, because the kingdom of heaven is yours, because you've realized that. The, the word, if you look up the Greek, the, the original word makarios, it's interpreted as blessed, but it can also be interpreted as happiness. And I don't even like that word for you guys today. Honestly, it's more like joy. So when, when he talks about God blesses those who are poor in spirit, he's talking about there is a joy that's not coming from the circumstance. You see, when we talk about happiness, happiness is something, I bought a house. Well, guess what? Fire and tornado can take that house. When we talk about happiness, it's, it's because, um, you know, we've got a new grandbaby, but we know that health issues. You see, happiness is something that's fleeting, that can change because of circumstance. Joy doesn't change because of what we go through. Because our joy is from the Lord. And so when Jesus is talking about being blessed here, it's not because of earthly things. It's not because of anything on this earth. It's because of the kingdom of God had arrived on earth. And things were going to be different. So it's not from money. It's not from health. It's not from the things we acquire. My favorite thing in the chosen Tuesday night was at the end of Matthew. So the whole stinking hour, Matthew is taking these notes. And he's telling people, it's not adding up. Like everything that I thought I knew, I don't know anymore. Because it's not adding up. And if you've not watched The Chosen, you should, because I love the character of Matthew. They have put him actually on the autistic spectrum, I believe. And it is so, which you know, if you know someone, that means they love detail. They love to know how things work, right? Very intelligent. And so Matthew begins to say, what I thought I knew, I don't know anymore. And at the very end, where's Cambry? I heard this is your favorite part too, right? When Matthew follows Jesus, right? Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Did y'all know that Matthew follows Jesus? Sorry, don't want to ruin the movie for you. Jesus walks by. And and let me tell you, this was not the first time that Jesus had seen Matthew. We talked about this after the movie that, that Jesus many times had walked by and looked Matthew in the eye. But on this particular day, he knew Matthew was ready. And he turned around and he looked at him again. And he said, Matthew, follow me. And of course, Matthew's like, what? He said, follow me. 
And Matthew went to gathering everything in that tax collector booth. He locked the door and he handed his guard the keys. And the guard said, what are you doing? He said, I'm going with him. He's like, are you crazy? He said, you are the richest Jew in this town. Like you live better than most people. You have the protection of the Romans and you want to follow him. He said, yeah, I do. And he took off with Jesus, left it all. Why? Because he realized he didn't understand it. Oh, church, listen to me. You don't have to understand every detail to follow Jesus Christ. But what we saw in Matthew the other night, he knew. Hashtag blessed. Had nothing to do with money. Had nothing to do with safety. Had nothing to do with anything on this earth. He just knew I have to follow and I have to see what's going to happen. Hashtag blessed. The qualities of of being blessed. You know, those who are blessed, they they don't fit the normal description that people would consider blessed when we look at this list. If we we look at this, because if I ask you today to, to describe to me people who are blessed, you would say, oh, well, such and such has a good job, high paying job. Oh, ladies, yesterday Cheryl told us what happens when that high paying job disappears all of a sudden. With no warning, right? Or we say, uh, people with a lot of social media followers, oh, they're so blessed. They're so blessed. No. Or what about people who are powerful, have a lot of influence? Those are the blessed people. No. Because see, Jesus gave us a list of the blessed, and it was people who were poor in spirit, people who were mourning And mourning can be in different ways, from losing our loved ones to losing, you know, for two years now we have mourned life because we haven't been able to do things we normally do. You can, you know, tonight we're going to hear some changes in our mission program that there's going to be some things we mourn over, but God still has a plan, right? He, he's listening that the people who are meek, or my Bible says humble, which tells me, please don't think of meek as weak. That is not what it means at all. Meek just simply means I'm humble, and I put others above me, that I want to serve other people. He talks about people who are hungry for justice, who are, who are merciful, people who are pure at heart. People who work for peace. People who are persecuted. You know, our list of those we believe that are blessed, it kind of lines up with what the culture says today. But what Jesus is telling me is that it looks very different in the kingdom of God. And this is important for us when we understand that the ones that we don't see on social media... The people that are not even sitting here today, why? Because they don't feel worthy enough to come to church with us today. Yet they still cry out to God. They're blessed. They're blessed. You know, one of the things that struck me yesterday that Cheryl shared with us was her memories. She actually went to what is now Ukraine back in, what she say, 91? So this was right after Cold War. 
And she was showing us some pictures and she was laughing because on the, the poster, when you translate the poster, it said, come hear the famous American choir. Guys, these were like college students from SNU and from Point Loma. <laughs> these was not a famous choir. But she said that that's how they interpreted it. And so thousands of people showed up to hear them sing. And she said, at the end of our service, we delivered the gospel, something that these people had not had access to in 70 years because of the Cold War. And there's a picture that she has, and when we go to Extrav, I want to find this at the uh, theology building. There's a picture that they have that the hordes of people just, she said, people were just clawing at us to get close to, to accept Jesus Christ. She said, to the point our watches got ripped off our arms and just crushed because they were so hungry for the message of Jesus Christ. And that broke my heart yesterday because those very people, and this is over near Chernobyl, so we know that area has already come under Russian rule. Those very people have either left their home or now they're stuck there with Russian control or they've been killed. And it broke my heart because I said, God, where are you? This is, this is the meat. This is the humble. This is the poor in spirit, Lord. As I keep reading, I don't watch the news, people. I, I stay in contact with people that are on the ground inside of Ukraine, and it breaks my heart right now. I'm a little mad at God. How long, Lord? I'm definitely mad at Putin. I'm a little upset at our country. Because, see, Jesus said to love your neighbor. And do you remember the guy trying to justify himself said, Lord, who is my neighbor? And that's when he told us the story of the Good Samaritan. And I feel like the world is walking by Ukraine right now. <laughs> Who's going to stop? Who's going to help them? But as I read through this today, it reminded me it's, it's not about losing our rights, but it's about doing what's right. When we read the Beatitudes, why is it called that? It's because this is the attitude of the Christian person in the world today. We have to be different. We have to be different than what the world tells us hashtag blessed is. We have to live different. These are the disciples that were under Roman rule at the time. They didn't have a lot of rights. So this wasn't about fighting for rights. But this was about following Jesus and loving people and doing what's right just because it's right. We don't have to be justified in doing right. I, I get there's a whole political thing in the world and why people are not stepping in to help Ukraine, but enough's enough. Sometimes we just do what's right because it's right. And that's, that's my prayer. Like many of you, I, I keep praying for peace, but God, I'm praying for somebody to move on behalf of those people right now. And I don't even want to say those people. We have Americans over there. Right now, inside of there. And as Christians, we have brothers and sisters in there. 
An update on our, our DS, his wife and the mother, uh, 85-year-old mother, they left last night, Kiev. They finally made the decision they couldn't stay any longer because it was getting too dangerous there in Kiev. So they are making their way west. So be in prayer for them. It has not been easy because you have to go through so many checkpoints because there's uh, Russian saboteurs, whatever you say that name, that are, are trying to come in and set booby traps and things. So they, they're verifying who people are. And if you ain't got the right paperwork, you don't move forward. You know, it's, it's a process. The other one of the church, Z, that I shared the fun stories that Jake likes back there. Ask Jake about those fun stories. Ask him about serving tea to the Russians. <laughs> and she has decided to stay there in Kiev with her parents because her husband is still fighting with the, the fighters there. Um, so continue to pray for them as they made the decision to stay. Um, please, I know I want you to pray, but if you can give, ncm.org slash Ukraine, that goes straight to the Church of the Nazarene. Those funds are going straight to our churches inside Ukraine and the countries outside that are taking in refugees. So it's helping. It's helping. Somebody said yesterday, I don't know what else we can do. We, we can give. Because guess what? We're hashtag blessed in this country. We can give. We can give. Sorry, that wasn't in the sermon. That is just so heavy on my heart today. So heavy on my heart. So blessings are not about the money, the wealth. That is not what Jesus wanted us to pay attention. He wanted us to understand. So he set his disciples down and he said, look, when I'm gone, this is how I want you to carry things on. Because my kingdom is different than the world's. We live different. Our attitudes are different in this world. Why? Because we are citizens of heaven, not someday. Your citizenship has already changed now if you've accepted Jesus Christ. And these blessings are, are not blessings of the world to claim power, control, and wealth. These blessings are about the kingdom of God being here on earth. Not someday, not when I cross over that great river. I've, I've had a gospel song. I know y'all y'all think that's funny because I don't always listen to gospel, but I, I, I do love me some Gaither and other gospel, okay? And there was this gospel song in my head all week, and it's called Address Change Notification. Anybody heard this song? And although this was sort of a song of when we die and we pass over, I thought, no, let's give our address change notification right now. Lanny, I'm giving you address change notification, man. My place of residency is in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God. Not this earth. I know we live in Wicks and, and we abide by those rules. We, we live in Polk County or Howard County. We abide by those rules. I'm in Arkansas and I, I li- do we live by rules in Arkansas? I don't even know anymore if we live by those rules. I'm an American. I have to live by those rules. I'm a citizen of this world, and honestly, I don't know that we're playing by the right rules these days. But, but what Jesus said, you're a citizen of heaven. And that's the very first thing you should be living your life by. Even when it contradicts the rest of the world. Because guess what, church? You and I, 
we may be the only thing that people ever get a glimpse of the kingdom of God, how we live and how we treat people. And even in the midst, that whole list had a lot of things that sounded so very negative. But some of the greatest influences in my life are the people that have lived through some of the worst things you can think of. And I've watched the joy on their face throughout their life. Why? Because they're hashtag blessed. Because they believe in Jesus Christ. They believe that even though we hurt here on this earth, we'll see our loved ones again someday. Amen? Amen? You know, you guys know my family, man. We have went through it here lately. And I shared with some of you yesterday that my cousin's wife, bless her heart, she's lost her sister-in-law, her husband, her son. And this past week, she lost her first cousin and her little brother. That's five people in three months. And only one was related to COVID, by the way. That's stupid. That's life. From the moment you're born, you're dying. Sorry, that's another spoiler alert for y'all, right? I know we want the fountain of youth, but it's the truth of the matter. So where do we find our strength? Where do we find our joy? In Jesus Christ. It's the only place. There's nothing in this world that's going to give you that. So stop chasing it. Stop chasing it and start living in a life that we're called to live different. Because others will see and others will notice. And that's going to draw people. They'll say, what's different about you? Tell me, tell me why you smile when I know everything that's broken in your life. And then you'll tell them, let me tell you about Jesus. Stand with me this morning, church. I think maybe some of you maybe could resonate with some of those descriptions on that list. Those who mourn, those who, those who are poor in spirit. That simply means that I finally come to the realization that I need you, Jesus. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. And let me, uh, let me tell you this morning, church, that list, those are not things we check off and, and they're individual. It's a life lived as a whole, that whole list. And you say, oh, BJ, I don't think I can live like that. You're right, you can't. Thank God we have the Holy Spirit living in us. Because that's how you live that life. That's how the Beatitudes becomes your new list of attitudes. Dear Heavenly Father, we come this morning, and God, I, these altars are always open, but God, I know you're working in these pews as well. And Father, I think you, you're speaking to people about their attitudes this morning, and, and God, how sometimes we get so overwhelmed by the burdens in this world. I know I was this morning, Lord. There were so many things heavy on my heart when I walked in here, and one song brought me to this altar, Lord. Gratitude. <laughs> that all I have to give you some days is a broken heart. And you met me there, Lord. And I know you're meeting each one right now. Eyes closed and, and heads bowed, but, but if, you, if you just say, I need you to pray for me this morning, raise your hand and, and let me see those hands. 
Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. I know those are heavy hearts. And some of the situations I do know, some I, I don't. But I know a God who does. And I know a Holy Spirit, as you're praying right now, He's interceding. Aren't we thankful for that? That I can simply pray, help me, Lord. And the Holy Spirit will intercede for us to know what we need. Father, I pray for those who need salvation this morning. I pray for those who maybe need a rededication of their life this morning. That they understand uh, after reading through that list and understanding that maybe I haven't been living as a citizen of heaven. And today I want to do that. Father, I just pray for freedom from oppression and the things that bind us. In the name of Jesus, we loose those things binding us this morning. The depressions, Lord, and, and the mourning and the grief. May we not get stuck there. May we find new life, new hope in who you are. And Father, as, as we look at the world, maybe, maybe we are. I think every day we draw closer to the day you're coming back. Lord, I want to take as many people to heaven with me as I can. So as we leave this place, may they know that we've been in your presence just by a look on our face, the joy that this world cannot take away. Go with us as we leave this place today. And may we bless others because we've been blessed by you today in the kingdom of heaven. And all of God's people said together, amen. I love you, church family. Go enjoy a wonderful day with your family and friends and be a blessing to others. Hey, I hope you received exactly what you needed from that message. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, or you can always find us in person if you're in the area. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find us on Tithely. Thank you to those who support our church. I hope you will subscribe and join us on the next one. And remember, you are loved.